you have delivered us from all evil. We are here alive and well, just glorifying your name. We worship you. We exalt you. Oh, we fly unto thee. Oh, oh, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. We worship you this morning. We thank you because we know that you are here. And we know that you are here 
to do that which only you can do. You are here to change us, to transform us, oh God. You are here to release us empowered afresh into the world. You are here to, to do what only you can do. You are just here, Lord. And we know it, oh God. So we step aside, oh God. We ask you that you take your place, have your way, and glorify the Son of God in our lives and in our midst. And you, we will give all the glory in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 You are welcome to church this morning. Please be seated in the presence of the Almighty God. I want to say a big thank you for this privilege. I do not take it for granted at all. I thank my pastor, my mom, my... <laughs> I hope you know. You know when I didn't know myself, he would always call me and say, Hey, yeah, John. <laughs> we thank God. The journey has been a journey of 27 years. And we are alive, we are well. We are celebrating 30 years in our Mokola Center in a few days' time. Hallelujah. God has been glorious. God has been good. God has been gracious. God has been mighty. The God that we serve is mighty in our midst. Hallelujah. You know, as we were... Praising and worshipping God. I saw a picture of the pool of Bethesda as God, the account in John chapter 5. I saw a picture of the, the porch and, you know, Jesus Christ in the midst of it all. Hallelujah. Jesus in our storm. Jesus in our storm. Jesus in our storm. That alone is a message. Hallelujah. Jesus in my storm is just good enough for me. Is it not for me? Is it not? Is it not for me? Is it not for me? I don't know about you. What is your storm? Sickness. What is your storm? Is it that troublesome child? What is your storm? Is it delay? Does it look like a denier? What is your storm? Is it they didn't promote me? That's my storm. Or you are going through challenges that nobody knows anything about. It's only you. But when you come to church, you laugh, you play, nobody knows. You know, there's a way you can present a spiritual clouds and you block spiritual people from your life. They don't even, because the way you carry yourself. And I like that courage sometimes. When you know your God, the Bible says they that know their God, they will be strong and they will be mighty, they will be strong. So I saw that pouch and Jesus is present in that pouch. I saw Aquata Center this morning that God's presence is here, tangible enough. But you know, we can get familiar with our problem. We can get familiar with the pastors. We can get familiar with the house. And we just feel, we are just coming. No, that man was there 38 years. Wow. 38 years that man was there. And the Bible says, and Jesus appeared on the scene 
And Jesus asked him a simple question. Will you be made oh? You say, no, you don't know this problem. This one is something that they call termina. Hey, there is a terminator in the house who can terminate what is called termina. In the name of Jesus. There is a terminator in the house and I want you to hear it and hear it over and over in your spirit. Jesus in our storm. Our text will be taken from Mark chapter 5. Mark chapter 5. Can you project Mark chapter 5 for me? That verse, um, let me see, verse 35. Mark 5, verse 35. While he yet spake, there came from a ruler of the synagogue house, which said, thy daughter is dead. Why trouble the master anymore? The situation is worse. Why do you want to bother Jesus with such a situation? After all, you go to heaven. No. Jesus is in the house today. Somebody needs to hear that. Jesus is in the house today. And you don't have to go back with that old symptom. You don't have to go back home with that old pain. You don't have this, this scripture. You know what? One of the things that uh, makes me to wonder the word of God is because it's so simple. It's so simple. Jesus asked a question. Will you be made old? He said, mm, really? Yes. But I don't have anybody to help me. You don't need anybody. The only person that you need is Jesus in your storm. Hallelujah. 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 This morning, I believe that God will deal with long-standing issue. I believe that God will heal body. As a matter of fact, while we were worshiping, all eyes closed, all head bowed. I saw a feet deep in something. These feet have been seen since yesterday. And I saw it again while we were praying. God is my witness. All eyes bowed. All, hair, all heads bowed. All eyes closed. Please, make it very simple. This is deep. I saw feet sunk in something. Two feet sunk in something. And it looks like the feet is decaying. I don't know. But that's the picture I saw. So, if you are in the house and that bears witness with your situation, quickly... Please put your hands up and bring it down. I saw feet held. Please put it down. Please put your hands down. Please put your hands down. I believe deliverance has come your way today. All you need to do is just believe it. Believe it and you will see the glory of the Lord. Write it down today, the 27th, I think it's the 27th, 28th, sorry. Of, uh, where am I leaving behind? I keep saying Saturday and 27th. Hallelujah. The 28th day of May. Go and write it down. God delivered you. I don't know what the situation is, but I know that God has delivered you. Amen. Let's read this portion of scripture. Mark chapter 4, verse 35 to 41. Peace in the storm. I want us to quickly hear something. You know, when Jesus Christ appeared... In that um, Solomon's porch, and uh, 
he was asking that man if he would want to be made whole. Do you know that there was no formality? Was there any formality? Did Jesus Christ write them letter he will be coming? Did they invite Jesus to come there? Jesus just appeared. And there can be appearances as we go on. So don't put your focus on anybody. Don't think about that and road now. Just think about Jesus. You are in church. You are in the potter's house. And the potter is here to break and remold and refill in the mighty name of Jesus. So if you have anything that has become worn and old, please expect a refreshing, expect a renewer, expect a reviver in the mighty name of Jesus. Mark chapter 4, verse 35 to 41, quickly. On the same day, when evening had come, he said to them, let us cross over to the other side. Now when they had left the multitude, they took him along in the boat as he was, and other little boats were also with him. There would always be a little boat, things that were, and a great wisdom, verse 37 now, arose and the waves beat into the boats so that it was already filled. The, the great wisdom arose and the waves beat into the storm so that it was already filling. But he was in the stern, asleep on a pillow. And they awoke him and said to him, Teacher, do you care that we are perishing? Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Then he arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace be still. And the wind ceased and there was a great calm. Hallelujah. But he said to them, Why are you so fearful? Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said to one another, Who can this be that even the wind and the sea obey him? Hallelujah. The same account we find in Matthew 8, 23 to 27. I'm going to read it again. And when he had got into the boat, his disciples followed him. And behold, there arose a great storm. So there was no storm before. The storm arose. And it's a great one. So their boat was being swapped by the waves, but, the, the, but he was asleep. Jesus was asleep. And they went and woke him saying, save us, Lord, we are perishing. And he said to them, why are you afraid? Oh, ye of little faith. Then he rose and rebuked the wind. I love Jesus. I love Jesus. He first woke up. He rebuked the storm. Then he came back to say, why don't you have faith? In this account, and I purposely read it, he said that to them before. Because fear is an hindrance to what Jesus can do in your storm. So the devil always presents fear to us. He wants us to be afraid. And remember that the Bible says he has not given us the spirit of fear, but of love and power and of soundness of mind. He said the righteous as bold as a lion. Is only the wicked who runs when no man pursues them. You are not wicked. You are not running. You are as bold as a lion. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He said, oh, you of little faith. Then he rose and rebuked the wind and sea, and there was a great calm. And the men marveled, saying, what sort of man is this? I read another account in Luke 8, 22. By two or three witnesses, the word is established. Hallelujah. On, on one day, he got into a boat, with his disciple, he got into a boat with his disciple. Jesus was in the boat with the disciple. He was the one who initiated the journey. He is the one inside. He's also present. 
even in the journey, yet, while Jesus was with them, he said to them, let us cross again to the other side. So they set out, and as they sailed, he fell asleep. Hallelujah. Somebody can soon tear in the name of Jesus. You can go to sleep over those storms of your life if you have Jesus in your life. Hallelujah. So he said, Master, Master, and when there was, the, uh, and a windstorm came down on the lake, and they filled with, uh, the boat was filled with water, and they were in danger. Maybe you are in danger today. Maybe your boat is filled with water. Maybe the storm is so, is so strong and is raging wide. Hallelujah. But the master of the storm, the prince of peace himself, in John chapter 14, 27, the Bible says, Peace I live with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the word give do I give unto you. And let not your heart be troubled. Hallelujah. Let not your heart be troubled. Himself is the prince of peace. Hallelujah. Jesus himself is the prince of peace. You know that uh, uh, New Year, uh, Christmas thing that we are always reading. It, it will be called Counselor. A son was given unto us. A son was, uh, was, was, was born to us. And he said he will be called Counselor. And then the last one is that he will be the prince of peace. Hallelujah. So Jesus Christ is the prince of peace. If you have Jesus Christ in your life, you are born again today. I rejoice with you. It doesn't matter what the sun is like. It can be heavy. It can be, it can be boisterous. It can be wide. It can be strong. But when Jesus is in your boat, your storm will be still. Hallelujah. It's just a matter of time. Hallelujah. Galatians 5, 22 to 23. If you look at it as children of God, we should have peace. We should have peace because it's one of the components of the fruit of the Spirit. Is one of the components. If it's missing, then everything is wrong. He told us that the fruit of the Spirit is love, is joy, is peace, is long-suffering, is kindness, is uh, goodness, is faithfulness. And the verse 23 says that it is also gentleness, self-control. Against such, there is no peace. Uh, there is no law. Hallelujah. See this peace. Hallelujah. Joy, peace. You know that song that we used to sing? Righteousness, peace, joy in the Holy Ghost. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. That's the kingdom of God. And the Bible says in John chapter 3 that when that man came to Jesus to come and ask Jesus that I know that you are the son of God because no man can do this except God be with him. He said, no, that is not the issue. Except a man is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Except a man is born of water and of the of blood, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. So when you are in the kingdom of God, one of the things that God gifted to us free of charge is peace. Hallelujah. So let's talk a little bit about some. Then the storm of life will come. That's the truth. He has not promised us a bed of roses. He has told us that many are the afflictions of the righteous. But he said in it all, he will deliver us. Many are the afflictions of the righteous. So you can be afflicted that with, with, with uh, uh, whatever. Maybe you don't have enough money to pay your rent. You don't have enough money to pay the child's school fee. You are always struggling. Maybe it's only you as a woman struggling in the house to put food on the table. 
Maybe the man is tired. Your wife is not working. It's only me. Everything is on him. To take care of our mother is on me. That's a storm of life. It's not going to last forever. It's not going to be forever because many are the afflictions of the righteous and the Lord delivered them from them all. How many did he say we deliver them from? All. Maybe you were having your life very smooth. You had had, you know, calculation. This is what I would do at this time. This is what I'm going to be doing at this time. This is what I'm going to be putting in place at this time. But everything that you have put on ground has failed. So your plan has failed, but God can never fail. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Storm means an extreme thing happening in your life, contrary to what you are bargained for. Contrary to what God's word has, in, in, you know, in, as a promise unto us. He said, come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. And you have been serving God. You don't have that rest. You are going from pillar to post. You're looking for a job. There is no employment. You have graduated five years ago. And you are still looking for a job today. You have been going everywhere. The people who knew you, who you thought would help you, they have turned their back against you. And you are thinking, but he has called me to a place of rest. How come I don't have this rest? I mean, situations of life may come, but when they come, it all depends on who you have, even in your storm. Hallelujah. So, you may be going through things today. I don't know what you are going through. Honestly, the message was quite different. But I believe that God has something he wants to sort out today. With a picture of the pool of Bethesda. So, please, whatever is your own, as we are going on, just pick it and know that God is speaking to you. God is transforming that situation. God is changing your life. God is changing that situation. God is moving that mountain in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. In Mark chapter 11, a scripture that I love so much is uh, Mark chapter 11 verse 23. It said, Whosoever will say unto this mountain, Be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart. He said, he shall, if you believe that those things which he has said, he so, he will have whatsoever that he has said. Hallelujah. So we, what is that mountain before you today? He said, who is that mountain before Serubabel? You will become a plain. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So how do you maintain peace in your storm? How do I maintain peace in my storm? I've been through so many storms of life. But I thank God because there is peace in my heart through my storm. Sometimes I need to pinch myself to say, are you real? And that's the kind of person that Jesus is looking for. Children that he can trust. Children that he can rely on. Children that are dependable. Children that he can trust him for whatever he says that he can do. Hallelujah. There's a song that says, trust and obey. I don't know why I'm singing song today. Maybe because I'm in a pattern. But if I don't know how to sing it, please just help me. Eh? Say I'm safe. For there's no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. Hallelujah. So trust and obey. Hallelujah. But to have peace in the storm, there are three things that God has laid in my heart. And that's his presence. In your storm. His presence in your storm. The Bible talks about the presence of the Lord in Psalm 16 verse 11. 
He said, in the presence of the Lord, there is fullness of joy. And there are pleasures forevermore. Hallelujah. In the presence of the Lord, there is fullness of joy. You may be going through issues. And people are wondering, is this person truly waiting on the Lord for the fruit of the womb? You mean this person has not had a child? And they will be wondering, you know, you mean this person is sick? And he's always at every service? He's always at every function that people in the church invite them to? But because the presence of God is with that person in that storm. Hallelujah. So do you have the presence of God in your life? From the portion of scripture that we read, we saw that Jesus was the initiator of that, of that journey. He's the initiator of your life. Whether you are born again or you are not born again, he knew you before you were conceived in your mother's womb. God has predestinated your life for a purpose. So you may be sitting under the sound of my voice and you, you are feeling that, oh, I can't have his presence because I'm not born again. Yes, you have his presence, but not as somebody who has, who has him as a father. So today, have an encounter. Invite him into your life. Accept him as your Lord and Savior. From that portion of scripture that I read in John chapter 3, he says that except a man is born again, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. And the kingdom of God is not in drinking and eating, but the kingdom of God is in righteousness, joy, and the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. So, except a man is born again, I'm afraid when you have a storm in life, you will need God's divine intervention. Hallelujah. His presence. David was a man of God's presence. That was why when he appeared, where Goliath was terrorizing every other person, Saul, the tallest man in Israel, who became the king, anointed by God with the Holy Ghost and with power. <laughs> he saw Goliath, he feared. And when he saw Goliath and feared, for days Goliath will come out and bring out his big chest. Somebody carrying something in front of him, which is supposed to be his weapon of warfare. But we know that a weapon of warfare is not carnal, but it's mighty through God to the pulling down of stronghold, casting down imagination, bringing every disobedience to the obedience of God because our own obedience is complete in Christ. Hallelujah. And so somebody will take the trail and then David, a small shepherd boy. When we call David small, sometimes we need to know, is this man really my pastor, sir? Was David a small man? <laughs> Even if he's a young man or a small man, by the time he has killed a bear and a lion, how many of us have killed a bear? Some of us, we see cockroach in the house. Somebody left their house and came and slept in our home. I said, why? They said they fumigated the place. He said, what did you see? He said, I saw cockroach. I said, cockroach in Africa. <laughs> cockroach is our friend. <laughs> cockroach, cockroach that you cross. <laughs> if you see a snake, what will happen? I'm sure you don't sleep in the house again. <laughs> so David came on the scene in that portion of scripture. And when David came on the scene, he first went around. A lot of people were inquisitive. Who wants to know? Hallelujah. He said, what did they say? 
would be done for the person who does this. He's a man of baggage. He knew what he wanted. He knew that he could not just die as a shepherd. He knew there is a greatness ahead of him. He knew where he was going. He knew that he cannot be limited by just those few sheep. Ah, he knew who he was. Do you know who you are? Even with the presence of God in your life, that presence can make even the little girl to be as bold as a lion. David was bold. And David saw Goliath. He said, you. Number one, he didn't see Goliath as coming against them. He saw Goliath coming against his God to defy the army of the Lord. Know ye not that you are the temple of the Lord and that the presence of God dwells on the inside of you. And the Bible says, greater is the one on the inside of you than he that is in that situation. God cannot be compared to none. To any, God cannot be compared. David got there. Others were seen wrongly. He saw right. Just like those spies that were sent out. Some of them saw giants. The other one said, God has gone ahead of us. We have the land in our hands already. That is the spirit of somebody who will maintain peace in a storm. Hallelujah. And so, he got there. He calculated and said, ah, I love you. The brothers came. Somebody will come and tell you. You know when you have big dreams? Uh, when you have big dreams, if you tell it to some people, what will they do? They will stamp on it. They will destroy it. They will tell you many reasons why it cannot be accomplished. David was not an exception. He was given to us as an example for us to learn from. Hallelujah. The brother said, come on, keep your hair. Uh, we know you. Now, always like that. You can talk too much. Move aside. Yeah, yeah, dodge you. He dodged. He quickly went and looked for another person. He said, okay, okay. I said, that person said, okay, let us take him to the forefront. He came before the king. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He came before the king. And the king said, he said, I can go. I can go. How many of us know that you can defeat that enemy that is raging your life with a storm? How many of us know that we can defeat sickness? We can defeat infirmity. Not because we have a power of our own, but because Jesus Christ, Finish the walk on the cross of Calvary. It's a finished walk. He's delivered to us completely. It all depends on what you want and what you choose to do with it. I choose to believe the word of the Lord. Hallelujah. I choose to believe the word of God. I choose to believe my life in his presence. His presence that I carry everywhere I go. My case must be different because his presence is with me. He was a man of his presence. He knew who he carried. He knew who he was working with. He knew who he is living on the inside of him. He knew who has helped him against the bear. He knew who has helped him against the lion. He knew that that same God, if he could deliver, you are not anything compared to those animals. He was saying even to Goliath. Goliath that Saul feared. The whole army of Israel feared. A young man came from nowhere who was audacious, bold, and could confront him. He said, you have come to defile the army of the Lord. And as the Lord liveth, by this time when I face you, I will give your body to the carcass of the, they will heat you up. Hallelujah. How many of us can speak to our storm right now? Where you are, close your eyes. Tell your storm, I'm giving you over. Jesus paid the price. 
I bear it no longer. I bear it no more. Sickness is not my portion. Infirmity is not my portion. Delay is not my portion. Oh, it's not my portion. It's not my portion. Retrogression is not my portion. Oh, struggle is not my portion. No, it's not my portion because I know that the greater one is on the inside of me. A man of his presence. A man of his presence. Paul was also a man of his presence. Paul was in the, on the ship going to go be delivered to, 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 to be judged for what, uh, to be heard, for a hearing. And then he was in this boat and they were sailing. He already had God's spirit told him, don't sail. But he, he didn't have to do with only him. He had to do with other people. Acts chapter 27, I believe. And he came and when, 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 they got on, they sailed. The Bible says there was a tempest. There was a, and when they have fasted and prayed, they have done without food for so long. The Bible says he spoke. He said, ahead. <laughs> Hallelujah. It takes a person of his presence to hear God speak. Hallelujah. He said, I heard God. Whom I heard before whom I stand. Who spoke to me? That there shall be no loss. There shall be no loss. This sickness is not unto death. This problem is not unto death. This storm is not unto death. He spoke it. He said, this storm, this one storm, we will lose things. Yes, we will lose time. We will lose money. We will lose, but God will restore them back to us. And we know that better than they. Hallelujah. And did it not happen the way he said? It all went the way he said. That's both capsized and the end is story. You know how he ended? Hallelujah. If you don't know how he ended, go and read your Bible where you get home. So what are we saying? You have to be a person of God's presence to be able to have peace in your storm. He's the one that comes with that still small voice. I remember day, years back, I was waiting on the Lord for the fruit of the womb. That's history today because I thank God I have a child. Hallelujah. I could have had more if I wanted but I think I was too, too satisfied with one. Too excited over one. And I'm saying, God, give all those my sister, don't I? Go give all. I was more concerned about, and that is the spirit of God. I was more concerned about other people having. And then we will all have. Hallelujah. Honestly, I'm satisfied. That's the truth. Oh, hallelujah. I'm sorry. I have so many other children that God has blessed me with. Okay, so this, uh, now, <laughs> see digression, what it can cause there's a flow, thank you Holy Spirit thank you Father, blessed be your holy name so I was in my house one day and then I was alone in the house, a big house and then I heard the spirit within me and said, kilo undue no girl kilo undue, that is what is making you happy girl what is making you joyful girl you know I, I heard it in my spirit and I'm like who spoke, it was so audible, it was so real it was like I heard a voice and I was looking for the voice. And then deep down my soul, I had the spirit, the joy of the Lord. And the joy was warming up from the depth of my soul coming up. It was because of what? The presence of God. The presence of God. The Bible says in Job chapter 1, you know where the sons of God were gathered? Who appeared? The devil himself appeared. What did he come there to do? He was going about restless, looking for whom he can devour, even around God. In the presence of God. So it's not as if when you are in God, 
In Jesus, you are immune from problems. There will be problems that will come, but you, there, there's an assurance of victory at the end of the storm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's an assurance of victory. When you carry his presence, you carry rest. People ask questions. They ejected him from the house. Is that not the person who they said does not have money for rent to pay? Is that not the person that was ejected yesterday? Is that not the person that lost his job day before yesterday? Still in church. Joyful. Majority of the people who sat, sang to us today were rejoicing, dancing, and shouting. Many of them have issues. Many of them have issues. Yet they have left their issue because the presence of God is enough when you are in a storm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The presence of the Lord is one. Another thing that God told me because I want it to be something we can remember is pray. Pray. There is something about crying to God. You don't rely on anybody. I was told a story of somebody who lost uh, uh, his admission. Maybe something happened in school. So he was, uh, uh, he was ejected from school. And then the mother took him to one baba to pray. And the baba said, pray three days and fast. I don't know, sir. Maybe you are the one. Somebody told the story to us. <laughs> Under the Atusilage, we have heard so many stories. And then the, the man, they said, okay, let's pray and fast. We, I will pray here too. You'll be praying in maybe in Ibado. The man is in Ife. And then the, uh, something happened again. Maybe they got another news and they needed to quickly go back to Baba within the three days of their prayer and fasting. They met Baba Landi Amala with beggary. Hallelujah. Because nobody can fight your battle for you like God will fight you. And nobody can fight your battle for you like you will fight it. You are the one in that battle. You are the one that knows it and God is the one that knows it more than you. So you can hand it over to God and not man. You can look unto Jesus and not unto man. Hallelujah. If you look unto man, the Bible says the arm of flesh will surely fail. Except God fails, the word that he spoke will fail, not fail. God cannot fail. His word cannot fail. If you put your trust in man, woe are you. Because man can sleep and not wake up tomorrow. You must be a person of prayer. Communication with God. Communication with God. And you just, just don't, don't communicate. You know, you know, that presence, God, God actually told me, we must embrace his presence. We must enjoy his presence. Honestly, God's presence is worthy to be enjoyed. You know why I said that? You can be here now and just be static and be laughing. Why? Because God is dropping some things in your spirit that even before the enemy come, you already know the secret. You know what they are going to say. Hallelujah. Embrace it, enjoy it. And you know what? Cultivate it. Cultivate it. Walk in the consciousness of that presence and pray without ceasing. The Bible says we must pray. You must be a person of prayer. Daniel had the presence of God with him, in, and he was a man of prayer. You remember how he sorted God? He sorted God 21 days. He started praying and fasting. What was he praying for? His marriage? No. His children? No. He was praying for the, the, his tribe. His people, hallelujah. And the Bible says for 21 days, the prince of Pasha had done what? As, so you know that there is a case of the prince of Pasha. If he had stopped the first day to pray, what would have happened? He would not have gotten any result. But he continued in prayer 
He continued in prayer. Hallelujah. The man is a man of prayer. He was thrown in the lion's den. And there, what happened? The, the man who came to shut the mouth of, the presence of God shut the mouth of the lion. Hallelujah. I wanted to go to prayer, remember, and I keep coming back to presence. Because presence of God is everything that a child of God will need. I tell you the truth. When you have the presence of God, there's already communication. Is that not so, sir? There's already communication. You can't be in his presence and not have communication. There's communion. You speak, he speaks back to you. You stay in his word, in his, in his presence and stay with his word. And you are reading it. And so the man who shut the mouth of the lion was the presence of God with him. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They were in that place. They were people who gave themselves first to prayer. The Bible says in Daniel chapter 1 verse 9, he said, Daniel proposed in his mind. He, he made up his mind that this is the kind of life I'm going to live. A life enough that gives enough welcome to the presence of the almighty God. Hallelujah. Is that your life? Or you are still running up and down? Sin today, sin uh, out of sin tomorrow. I have a girl who, lived, who used to live with me. Every time we go to church, she will dedicate her life. Every time we go to church, she will go out. They call her because she will go. So one day I told her, I said, okay. Eshanumi, sit down. What is the problem? Why are you always going out for altar call every time? Why? Once you are born again, you are born again. Don't have the presence of God. And you know what he told She said, because each time I give my life, I will see that I've sinned again. So I'm curious. I said, so what kind of sin is this? So she told me the sin, but it's I pray about it. <laughs> she told me the That scene. He already gave you that place of exaltation. He brought you out of the dungeon of life, set you upon the uh, to sit with princes. I said, That is your place. You are no longer in that place. So stop going back there. And I think I helped her a little until she left my place. I don't know, maybe she's still continuing like that. Maybe you are like her. So, prayer. I remember when we used to go to a church, high gem. The first thing when we get to church is prayer is the key. Prayer is the key. Prayer is the master key. Ah, and yours really can pray. Three hours, I'm, I'm praying. Four hours, I'm praying. In Yoruba, I can Now I don't know what happened. I can't pray in that Yoruba so much again. It is gone. But I can pray there. And I will not repeat a thing. We will pray. Be a person of prayer. Be a person of prayer. You won't be running from pillar to post. You will not be pushed around with every wave of doctrine. Because in the place of colonia, in the place of communication with God, God would have communed some things to you by spirit. Hallelujah. Pray. Pray as if your life depends on it. I remember then when I was waiting. I will pray. I can pray. I can pray. I remember my husband, we, we was telling somebody in the church, that she's always praying. She's always praying. She doesn't. And that person look at me and say, ah. But she knows it's blessed too. He always praying and say, ah. God, we help all of us. He always praying. Yes. Because we have no other thing to run to. I have no other help. 
I was helpless. I was hopeless. I was alone. It was as if I would, <laughs> if I don't, God, you see that? You will bless me. <laughs> and I had no alternative. That was all. So when you are in storm of life, you have to get to that point where you have prayed up to a point. It doesn't matter whether God answered that prayer. When you look at the life of the apostle of old, it was as though God will ask, how many of them saw what they wanted? They saw what God wanted, but they kept going on with God. They kept going on with God. In fervent prayer, they gave themselves up to prayer. Jesus Christ was saying to the disciples, when he told them, wait for me here, I'm going in the garden of Gethsemane. And he went to pray, and he came, he was praying, the Bible says he was bleeding blood. Praying season out of season, the Bible says. Pray without season. First Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 17. Pray without season. Hallelujah. We must pray as if our life depends on it. You understand? You get strength from the place of prayer. You get hope from the place of prayer. You get encouragement from the place of prayer. You get everything, life, through the prayer that you are praying. I remember I was praying one day. Somebody came through our house and was standing outside. And the person said, are you three in the house? Or are you four? Is it a prayer meeting? He said, it's only me praying. Please pray, because pray, because nobody's going to pray your prayer for you like you can pray. And when Jesus was praying in the garden of Gethsemane, was he praying only prayer of uh, uh, God, come and deliver me? He must have been groaning in the spirits, praying in the spirit, in understanding, and in the spirit. Hallelujah. Pray. Presence, prayer. And the last one, persistence. Persistence. Some people will come to church today, serving God, vibrant, heart on fire for God. But after some time, they move on. You see them, you say, ah, why are you not in church? They said, I've moved on. The way you pray in that church, I've not seen anything. Nothing has happened. I've been trusting God for a house since I've not gotten it. As if it's the church that will deliver it. It's God that delivers us. It's God that grants our requests. It's God that answers our prayer. In Luke chapter 18 verse 1, the Bible says Jesus Christ himself gave that example of that persistent widow who came to him, uh, to uh, not just just, and kept asking that he please a case for her. The Bible says, and she kept asking until she always almost weary the man. And the man said, oh, before you weary me, let me answer you. You know, I remember a story again. Why am I telling story today now? You know, that, some people will remember story. They will not remember the scripture you talked about. Ah, yeah. So, this man was praying. Better is redeemer. He said they were praying. Ah, God, give me 5,000 to solve this problem. The other one was looking for maybe five billion. He said, ah, give me five billion. And he said, ah, the other one, when he heard, ah, he will, we, Ari will, but don't throw five. This one is making too much noise. This one looking for 5,000. It's like five dollars. 
You're looking for five dollars. Somebody is looking for five billion dollars, and then you are making too much noise. God, give me five thousand naira. Give me five dollar. And uh, the man said, he dipped his hand in his pocket and gave him the money. He said, Oh yeah, God, now for your undivided attention. <laughs> <laughs> There's a song that you used to sing. A mini ma koko jeli sagbara oluwa. As you are singing your own, am I not singing my own? Everybody with Jerry. That's the truth. Everybody with Jerry. Every one of us we have testimony. Hallelujah. As a matter of fact, as you are sitting there, you are a testimony. You are a miracle waiting to happen. Hallelujah. God can do anything. God can do it again. And again, God today, as He always has been, and today, I'm forever the same. Reason to doubt, God can do it. I love the fact that we're all preaching the message together. <laughs> Hallelujah! Hallelujah! God can do it again. It's no man that he will lie. It's no man that he will lie. Neither is he a son of man that he will repent. Of that which he has spoken. Of that which he has spoken. It's not a man that he will lie. Man can reason out and say, okay, I will help you. Say, if I give you that five million, you'll be able to sort out that problem. And then you get there tomorrow. The situation, the circumstance has changed. I remember yesterday flying from Abuja in. I saw a lot of people, family coming back. They have finished their Tino. They are coming back home. So if they are promised that they are going to give you a contract, unfortunately, they cannot. But God can never fail. Hallelujah. So why should I waste my time putting trust in man? Calculating and reasoning it out. That is only man that can solve my problem. That is only man that can do it for me. Just be persistent in serving the Lord. Be persistent in your focus on the Lord. Be persistent in your service. He said we will serve him. He will bless our bread and water. He will take away sickness and infirmity from us. None shall be barren. None shall cast a seed young. What more am I looking for? Everything that I'm looking for is in Jesus. If I have him in my storm, my boat can rock. My boat can shake. Anything can happen. Water can get in my boat. But I can never sing. Because Jesus is in my boat. Hallelujah. So today, a single question coming for us. Are you afraid or you have faith? Persist in faith. I hear my spirit. Persist in faith. Remember that Jairus that came after Jesus and said, my daughter is sick at home. And then I think it's John chapter 5 too. John chapter 5. Mark chapter 5. There about. Mark 5. Yeah. He came to Jesus. His case was hopeless. He didn't have anywhere to go to. So he came to Jesus. I want to advise us. Don't think about anybody first. Think about Jesus. Give that situation to him first. He came to Jesus, the only solution. He has the word of peace in every storm. He has the word of peace, the answer of peace in any storm. He came to him. He said, come that you may heal my daughter. And Jesus Christ delayed. 
Just as he delayed when they called him that Lazarus was dead. He delayed. He didn't come. And he was busy doing other things. Thereabouts, the woman with the issue of blood came, grabbed his hem of the garment and was made whole. And Jesus knew that virtue left him. And then when those, those things were happening, somebody came from the house of that man and told him, this was a man of God, a, man, a ruler in the synagogue, the Bible described him. And then the, he came and told him, he said, ah, oh, your, your, your daughter is dead. Dead is fine, huh? Isn't it, sir? Lazarus was dead. When Jesus appeared, Martha said, I told you, he has been dead for a day. Now he's sinking. Because you hope. I to What's it cool? Only don't you know that I'm the resurrection and the life. Hallelujah. I can decide to give life to anybody I decide to give it to. You might, he might have been dead. I don't care what the situation is. I don't care what the doctor called it. What I care is what Jesus has to say about the situation. And once I get hold of what he has to say, I hold on to him tenaciously. I will not let him go like Jacob. Jacob said, Laie, I will not let you go. Unless you bless me, I will not let you go. An angel, mightier than man, was struggling. He was struggling with him. He said, you have wrestled with God. You have wrestled with man. And you have prevailed. Hallelujah. You can prevail in that storm. Hallelujah. He wrestled. And so he told Jairus. He said, only believe, oh. Oh, cheap Jew. Oh, cheap Jew. God is so magnanimous. He's so big. He's so giving. He's so generous. He's so awesome. He's he freely, he, we have received. And that same spirit, we have come here freely to give it. He said, he was there. He said, no, 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 no. Don't be distracted with devil. Get rid of distraction. Stop pitching tents in church. Stop skimming. Stop writing. Uh, and they said this. Oh, let them say Focus on who you have come to see in the church. Focus on Jesus. They look upon him. Their countenance was radiant. And they were not ashamed. Hallelujah. I remember then. In my street where you used to live in Afani. I'll be going to church. I know two women for surely. That will be laughing. They always do this to me. They say, she's not in love. In my life, we laugh. I said, this is how we love. Love. Lo, lo, and ba, ba, ba. <laughs> so I kept going. I kept going. I will see them and we laugh. Some people, if they laugh at you in your problem, you will start crying. Is that one fair on me? Who cares who likes you? Just be in the good book of God. Hallelujah. Has God changed? Please let's stand up. Has God changed? My God, we never change. You didn't come to church for fun fear today. You came to church with, for an encounter. Where you are, read, just focus on that Jesus. He will move in your situation. He will move in your case. I'm trusting God for testimonies in this place. I'm trusting God for open doors. 
I'm trusting God for favor. I'm trusting God for healing. I'm trusting God for deliverance. I'm trusting God for Ephrata. Anything blocked, anything closed against you to open. I'm trusting God for promotion springing forth from this place this morning. I'm trusting God for healing. Ah, my hey, my shout Ah, when they were in that storm, what did they do? They cried to Jesus. You said, Do you not care that we perish? I want you to cry to God today. Forget about the person that is next to you. Forget about the person that is looking at you. Forget about anything happening around you. Focus on Jesus. He's delivering miracles. He's delivering healing. He's delivering open, open womb, open doors. He's delivering lifting. In the name of Jesus, we come not to you in the enticing words of man, but the power of the gospel by which he created the heaven and the heart. He spoke and he came to be. He said, let there be light. And there was light. I command every locked door open this morning in the name of Jesus. Against your destiny, open, doors open. Doors of opportunity, doors of job, doors of promotion, doors of ministry, effectual doors of ministry. Hopefully to some people right now. In the name of Jesus. The gospel is power. The gospel is power. Your word that you speak to us, they are spirit and life. They have power, ability to pierce through bones, marrow, Lord God Almighty. They pierce through the intent of the heart. You will know the heart of a man. You will see everything. You will before everything is naked and open. You see everyone, oh God. Oh, Father, you see everyone. We are many different situations in this place, Lord God Almighty, this morning. And Jesus has your presence, oh God. Lord, and you spoke to that man with the issue of 38 years. You said, will you be made all? Will you be made all? We come to you today. We open up ourselves unto you. Yes, we want to be made all. Everyone who is amongst us, oh God, sick with infirmity, diseases and sicknesses, we break the hold of sickness. We break the hold of infirmity. In the name of Jesus. The Bible says, at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. Every knee shall bow. In heaven, sickness is not in heaven. On earth, sickness is on earth. Under the heart, Lord God Almighty, we command broken. We command, oh God, every knee bowed in the name of Jesus. Everything that has been oppressing your children, we break the hold of oppression in the mighty name of Jesus. The Bible says in Mount Zion, there shall be deliverance and people will possess their possession. Everything that you have delivered to us in Jesus, everything encapsulated together. Hey, healing, deliverance, promotion, lifting, the Lord of answer to prayer, joy, peace will receive in your presence. No man is allowed to go back the way they came. In the name of Jesus, Holy Spirit, move in our May your presence Please hold the microphone. Take advantage. Let's take advantage. Yes. 
people can bear me witness here. I was having backache, very bad backache. I couldn't stand up. And I was not in the backache. I was enjoying it because I could sleep a little. Okay, fine. I was enjoying it. And then I look at purpose. I look at what I have to do for God. I look at what is hanging. And I said, get up. And the same way I was having that pain, the person who works with me in the house was having a baddest one, so to say. So I said to her, Yawale, Anibani. Anibani. I said, there's something greater than us. It's the purpose of God. It's the purpose of God. So we put the picture of the purpose before us. I set my face on as a flint. On Christ. On Christ the solid rock we stand. Every other God, what? They are sinking. Sad. So I stood up. I said, I'm going. I must go. So I started going. And the pain disappeared. That's how somebody will be going. And then your pain will disappear. That's how you will be going. And your pain will disappear. Believe thou this. Believe thou this. Heavenly Father, we surrender our storm to you, Lord. You are the prince of peace in our storm. And the peace that you have given unto us supersedes the storm. He overwhelms the storm so much more that there's calmness, oh God, all over us. We thank you for today, oh God. You are the king that reigns over our storm. So you have it in subjection under your feet. He cannot drown us. He cannot swallow us up. The hand of every storm is praise to the glory and praise of your holy name. Thank you because the Bible says, oh God, you speak your word. You healed and you deliver from destruction. It is your word. So begin to do that which only you can do. Heal, deliver from destruction. And let people return back here with testimony to the glory and praise of your holy name. We give you praise. Yes, we praise your holy name. We praise your holy name. Lift up your hand and praise his holy name. We praise your name. this morning I deliberately kept God's servant here on the altar yeah. so that you can come out to be prayed for she will lay hands on you 
and pray for you. I know what I'm saying. She will lay hands on you and pray for you. And every crooked path shall be straightened out. Amen. And every roughness shall be smoothened out. Amen. And every darkness will be lightened up. Amen. But it starts with you coming to Jesus, who is life, who is light, who is the word of the Father. Just come Amen. now. Wherever you are, just come Amen. now. Come to the front. She will lay hands on you. She will. Just come. Just come. All eyes closed. Just all heads bowed. You can sit down if you are born again. If you need to give your life to Jesus, nobody's looking at you. You are going to stand alone on that day of judgment. God will not say it's because they were looking at you. I had to make this decision too some years back. And I'm glad I did. Hallelujah. You are here today. You are not yet born again. We are waiting for you. We have one more minute for you. Come forward. Come forward. Come forward. Take that step of faith and come forward. All eyes closed, all ears bowed. You are not yet born again. You are here. You are up the gallery. Come down. Come. Come. Jesus is waiting for you. Hallelujah. Please, can you say this after me? Lift up your two hands up to heaven and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I come to you today. Let him hear you speak. I come to you today acknowledging myself as a sinner and I cannot help myself. I believe that Jesus took my place on the cross of Calvary and he died for me. He didn't stay there dead. He rose for me so that I can have life. Thank you for the life in Jesus. Today I confess that Jesus come into my life. Be my Lord. Be my Savior. Save me from the hold of sin and help me all the days of my life to live for you. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Heavenly Father, Thank you for your daughter. I lay my hands on her and I break the hold of sin and religion. I release her to the fullness of Christ in the name of Jesus. Amen. I lay my hands upon your daughter. Lord, I break the hold of sin, of religion, of liturgy. I break and destroy the yoke of the enemy upon her life. I set her free. The Bible says, who the son of God set free is free indeed you are free to become all that Christ wants you to be the desire the hunger for Christ dwells afresh upon you and you will serve him the rest of your days in the name of Jesus I break the hold of sin in the name of Jesus I break the hold of tradition in the name of Jesus I break the hold of the enemy over this life this life is precious we're bringing to you today, Lord God Almighty, handing him over to you. You are able to keep that which is committed into your hand that day, to against that day. Keep him, Lord God Almighty, safe and secure in Christ, in the name of Jesus. The hold of sin is broken. The hunger and test for it is destroyed, in the name of Jesus. Go and be all that God wants you to be. We have three of them, and I hope you have them uh, taken. See, look back, my brother, and go to him. Church, see you soon again. I love you all.
Thank you. Bless you. 